0: On today's podcast, we have an artist with us that started a jewelry line during COVID. Her name is Amber Smith, and she is from Style for the South. So join me today as we celebrate Amber. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladies, what's up? What's up? Oh, did you not hear my gorgeous intro for you? I was kicking it back to the early 90s. No, what did you say? <laughs> I said, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, ladies.
1: What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up. Listen, my kind of music. I'm obsessed with all of that stuff. I can't get enough, especially on TikTok. I know. I like the boom-boom music, too, and that's why I think that we're going to get
0: along just fine.
1: Yes. Listen, I can't get enough of it. Um. I don't know. It's like, I tend to like always want to remake every TikTok or reel with that music. And my kids are like, what? I'm like, I know I can't stop. It's so good. I can't help it. My daughter, she doesn't realize that it's old and she'll
0: start listening, listening to some kind of beat or something. And then she'll say, mama, what's the song? And then I'll tell her and she'll say, how did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I All said, right. it's oldie. <laughs> right. An oldie but goodie. Yes. Even to go beyond that, you just had a daughter graduate from high school.
1: Yes, Bolton. She is heading to Ole Miss next month. I was going to ask you where she mm-hmm. was going. She's going to Ole Miss. And she, well, I say next month. She actually leaves the beginning of August. Um, But she would have left last month if she could. She's super excited. Um, she cannot wait. And I'm yes. so excited for her it's going to be so much fun.
0: Your kids are gorgeous. All oh, thank of you. them. Thank and, you. And then, okay, you have Bolton and Fox. And then what's the other one's name? Katie
1: Willis, double name. Katie Willis. Yes. So they're all family names, but um, Fox is the fifth. And then um, Bolton was my mom's main name. And Katie Willis is my mom's first name, Catherine. And then my husband's great grandmother's. Little middle name. I love it. I know. I kind of do, too. uh, By the third one, I was like, I have to have a double name. I don't care if it's a boy or girl. We're doing a double name. So... Tate was excited that it was a boy. I mean, a girl. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, yeah, that's it, not... I'm doing
0: it. <laughs> exactly. See, I'm still a little bitter that I only got one child to name. So I, re- I name everything. Like, I'll name plants. I'll give people's animals nicknames because I'm full of names. But I've never heard
1: of Bolton, and I like that. Well, a lot of people think she's a boy, like over the phone or when we fill something out. So she's actually Bolton Douglas with two S's, that's my mom's main name, and then Tate, my husband's family name, one of them, so but a lot of people think she's a boy but it's Right, of course they do, but she's not, she's stunning, she is (laughs) cute, yeah she is so sweet too, so she's really excited about the next chapter I'm excited for her, and then of course my other two are done to get to Oxford, so we'll see if that works out She's
0: going to have so much fun So much fun, listen,
1: she called me not too long ago and was like, Mom, I don't want to leave. I said, I know. I hear your sister. I said, I keep trying to get back. I said, I don't want you to leave either. I want to be there right now. <laughs> I, could, I get it. But where did you go to school? You didn't go to. You went yeah, to I university. Did. Mm-hmm. I did. Yes. So I'm actually from Texas. Did you know that? Yes.
0: And I need to know where from Texas you were born. Like, where are you from? Tyler,
1: Tyler, Texas, East Texas. Okay, I've got a real good girlfriend that lives out in Longview. Oh my gosh, it's right around the corner. Longview and Tyler are like the same. Like literally, it's like the same town, but different. So I grew up in Tyler, Texas. Like did the whole Rose Festival thing. Um, Went to, well, I was supposed to go to University of Texas, which was like what my whole high school did. And then very last minute, went with some friends to visit Oxford Fell in love,d called my mom on a payphone because, you know, back then there were no cell phones because that was like 1993. Called my mom on a, on a, um, on a phone, like a payphone and said, okay, <laughs> I love Oxford. This is where I'm going. And she's like, wait, what? Then got home, talked to my roommate into coming with me. <gasps> I don't even know if she had ever been into orientation. I don't know. Talked her into it. And then we both went to Oxford. Now
0: I'm thinking I would have really liked Oxford.
1: Oh, it's so much fun. And so then that's where I met my husband, who is from Brownsville, Tennessee, which is like this teeny tiny town, two stoplight town outside of Memphis. And that's where he's from. So we met. And then that's how I ended up in Tennessee.
0: So who all do you know from Oxford? So do you know Elizabeth?
1: From yes. I- yes. Well, I met her at the Say It Southern Getaway. But we have a lot of mutual friends. So my best friend, Amy lives in oxford now i mean we were best friends in college um and then a lot of friends of ours from college now live in oxford as like local oxford people so we've been going to visit for i mean since the kids were little like i mean it's only two hours from us so it's a really easy drive we go all the time um the grove the whole thing and ashley lindler she lives out there too right no ashley is in south carolina so Ashley's daughter, Bradley and Bolton were going to room together, but then Bradley is not going to LSU. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I was like, why did I see?
0: Because we were there together.
1: Yes. Yeah. She and I were there together. That's probably why she okay. wishes that. I think she still wishes, but it will figure out a way. But yeah, she does love Oxford. Oxford's great. Have you ever been? No. Oh my gosh. I can't. So good. It's so much fun.
0: I mean, I just wanna go to a tailgate so I can go eat at Elizabeth's tailgate site because <laughs> <Right>. it looks <laughs> right. It looks amazing every time I see it. I think, um, that's what I did for a holiday party like the whole grazing thing and then she'll have it all beautiful. And then you'll see a stack of slim gems. And I'm right. Right. Listen,
1: if you've never done it, that's the Grove. If you've never done it, it is a got to do at least one time. It is like, I mean, you see pictures of it, but it's like next level when you're there. It's fun, but it's also fun to go. on not a football weekend just to go. The food's great. The people are great. The shopping's great. Um, So, is
0: the Grove like an area where everybody hangs out or is it at the actual tailgate?
1: Okay. So, it's on campus. So, the Grove is this huge kind of grassy area in the middle of campus. Uh, Like, they do – it's just trees. And people will set up tents. And there's also like two other spots a little bit off. And they'll just set up tents. And it's just – tent after tent, row after row of tables and tents and linens and you might see china and silver and you know chandeliers and you know fried chicken and the whole thing.
0: Yeah at Texas Tech I've never seen anything fancy.
1: No it's not like that yeah. Mm -mm.
0: and, And it's a concrete jungle in Lubbock. Like there's dirt and concrete.
1: Well that's how UT is. I mean they they do grow but it's just a little bit different. Nothing like this. This is sort of Next level. So you
0: and Tate met in Oxford?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yes. We met in Oxford and then um, dated forever before, I think four years. And then we got married and then moved to Brownsville. And he um, had a family lumber company business. Okay. Built in, well, it started in uh, 1926. And he went back home to run the lumber company. And then we lived in his family home that was built in 1850. So we were the fifth generation to live in that home. So it was neat. I mean, it was what exactly what you think about. It was full of antiques. Um, his grandmother at the time was really sick. And so Tate's mom said, okay, we've got two choices. We either you and Tate move into this house I mean, I was 26 at the time. It was a huge house full of antiques or we sell it and sell all the contents just because they had already had their house. Everything was fine. So I was like, well, Tate's kind of sentimental about that stuff. He's like, let's just move in. I was like, okay. So then we had this great architect, um, Charles Shipp from Memphis come and he uh, redid the home based off of furniture. I mean, I have huge pieces like we have this pure mirror that's probably 10 feet tall and it's marble and. Um, to kind of put it in perspective, I only have three pieces of furniture, three pieces of furniture that I've bought and everything else is antiques. I mean, I bought two couches from Pottery Barn and maybe like a coffee table, like on a trip somewhere. So everything, we got everything recovered. Um, and I mean, we had chandeliers that were originally gas and we had them electrified. We had lots of, uh, there were lots of, um, what well, I'm just blank. What are the things on either side of? mirrors, sconces. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, a ghost? Yeah, we had sconces, you know, (laughs) electrified, and we had um, some people come from Memphis that worked at museums to come and um, patch up pieces of artwork and restore things, and it was kind of a labor of love for about a year, and um, just kind of changed some things. You know, an old house, you typically walk from, you know, there might be four or five entrances and exits and one room, so we So we changed some things around, opened it up, and we lived there for maybe 25 years and then moved to Jackson three years ago.
0: Oh, nice. So y'all were in the family
1: home for a long time. Yes. We sold the lumber company right before COVID, moved to Jackson, and then we brought everything from the house with us. So, yeah, so we had, um, everything in the house had never been moved. So Tate's great great-grandmother, I think in 1932, took a train cart to Natchez, Mississippi, and filled up two train carts, brought them back to the house in Brownsville, and that's what we have now. Okay, so all the
0: ghosts came with you from the first house, the second house.
1: Well, okay, I will say this. This I remember one time, (laughs) one time early on, like, really early, like, I remember... (laughs) I don't even know what it was, but I remember looking back and I, I don't know. It was weird. It it wasn't anything scary, but it was like, I don't know. I can't even describe it, but there was that one event, nothing scary or weird. I didn't see anything, but I just felt something. Yeah. But that was it. Girl, we've, we've seen things in
0: our house and I'm not like into ghosts or anything. Like I'm not into it. I believe in Jesus, the angels, like all the good stuff. But I'm telling you, um, my husband, is, this is really, this is kind of spooky. So I was asleep and he was awake. He was just laying in bed and he saw a figure go by the foot of the bed, like a cloud of dust, like go by the foot of the bed. And it, it, it startled him. And then as soon as it was there, it disappeared. And then... Um, it wasn't dark. It was like a, like a cloud of smoke. Nobody was smoking. There was nothing going on, <laughs> right? And then um, it was the middle of the night. And then, but he didn't tell me that. Also, I have in my kitchen, and this was around the same time too. I I was in the kitchen. I was over by the sink. I was cooking, and I look over and I see like this, of like vapor or something, kind of just like, ooh, like go from like. Like one chair, one side of the table, just kind of go around just, you know, a couple of feet. And as soon as it was there, it disappeared. And I thought it gave me like this feeling of, mm-hmm. but then it was gone and it, it was more of a surprise than a scare. Right.
1: Well, this but, one was not scary either. I don't know what it was and it could have been nothing. I could have been just energy. like late at night, freaked out. Cause I was in this, you know, old house, but, um, it could be anything. Yeah, but it was a great house. It was a really, really good house. Um, But then we moved here and changed paths. Then you're like, okay, we're going to try. Is it a new house? No, we bought it from a woman whose husband had bought had built the house. So it was built in like, I don't know, maybe the late 70s, early 80s. And um we ended up completely gutting it. We kept the center staircase and that was it. So... <laughs> Everything, I mean, might as well. We are in Jackson, but it's on about six acres. But we're really, really close to the school, so it's like we're in the country, but we're really not. But it has that feel. Um, so I mean, we did new windows, new doors, steel beams. I mean, we didn't go out, we just redid the inside. But you know, it's one of those things where I always tell people when you're doing a house and you start to say, Might as well. That's kind of where we are. We were just like, might as well do that. We've already done this. And then before we knew it, the whole house was done. Okay. I can relate
0: to that. I've had so many clients that probably have done. a might as well.
1: Yeah, sure. When you get to that point, I mean, it doesn't even matter then. I mean, we had a, (laughs) we reconfigured the upstairs and I had to have a bottom, um, Screen porch. Well, it changed the roof line, and so Tate's mom was like, "Well, you might as well do a second story, uh, second story patio, you know, porch." I was like, "Yeah, I might as well. I mean, why? You know, we've already changed in the roof line, like, and then that just, cre- yeah, then that was like it going down a rabbit hole. So, but we do love it. Um, we love it here. It, it is nice. And Tate, you know, had always done um, plans for people, so. He was, had a big part in it. A lot of times I don't care about things and he does. He's real particular about windows and doors and the way things look. And he did a lot of the custom um, molding in the house. So it was definitely a labor of love. It took forever, forever.
0: I read somewhere that you were a painter.
1: Yes. I was an art major at Ole Miss. Girl. In painting. Yes. But I didn't, I mean, well, I was an art teacher for 10 years. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when I moved to Brownsville, I was like, what do you do, you know, with that? I mean, I didn't know. So, <laughs> and you know, in a small town, there's a couple of options and that's about it. So I decided to teach art. So I taught art, middle school art for 10 years early oh my on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's impressive in so many ways, not just the uh, art factor, but
0: being a middle school teacher.
1: Well, I know it wasn't my cup of tea. I did it. And, um, you know, there were parts of it I really loved, and then there are parts that was not really me. There's um, a lot and of think,
0: paperwork and red tape. Yeah, and,
1: you know. and I think when you are a teacher, I think you're born to be a teacher. This was not that I was did it because I didn't know what else to do. You know, I think those that go to school for it and love it can teach their whole life. That wasn't well, me.
0: What kind of paint? What kind of medium? What What are you in? What were you into, or what are you into?
1: Um, uh, oils. That's what I love to do. So, I had a studio at our house in Brownsville, but I mean, I hate to say that I have not picked up a paintbrush in a really long time. I have friends that asked me to do it, and I'm like, eh, you I don't, don't know. Kill it. Mm-mm. But I think that's where the jewelry comes in. I mean, I think that kind of is the creative outlet for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Never say never. I haven't done it in a long time. I don't have the drive, but maybe girl.
0: One day. You might start painting jewelry before you know it. So yeah, no, don't, <laughs> right. never say never,
1: right? But yes, I was a painting, um, painting major, art. Uh, then taught for ten years, and I'm, you know, I find that I'm more creative in my house with like textiles and paint and wallpaper yeah. than I am with the paintbrush anymore.
0: Right. Well, what kind of art did you do? Did you do modern or was it fine art? What?
1: What kind folk. Of I loved folk art and abstract.
0: So do you know um, Trisha Lowenfield? Do you know I her? Think so. No. Okay. Um, Trisha Lowenfield Design, she was on my podcast and she does whimsical European artwork. Ooh. And her mother, her mother refused to give her art lessons because she was an artist and she saw the talent in her daughter and did not want her to lose that whimsy and that charm of what she mm-hmm. was creating and wanted her to, to keep that. So, um, that's what she does. And it is, it's very charming. It's super cute. She doesn't.
1: Yeah. She
0: used to do her own pottery and then she ended up sourcing out the pottery on some of the pottery out herself. So it's kind of like a uh, Steak sake pottery, Susan. Um, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Her. Yeah. yeah. So hers is hers is not as like hers is not folksy as much. But um,
1: yeah. So Trisha Lonefield. Yeah. I didn't know you painted. Um, well, I mean, I say that I haven't done it in so long. Like when I moved to Brownsville and got rid of well, we were moving out. So I had the studio and I taught art forever, two, and did it. One of my really good friends, who is an amazing local artist here, Lindsay Hamra. I called her and I was like, "Listen, come get all this stuff." She's like, "What?" I was like, "I don't want any of it." I was like, Tate had made easels for me. I was like, "Come get it all—like paintbrushes, easels. I don't want it." She's like, "You might one day." I was like, "Well, I don't want it now. Just come get it." So I I, did store some stuff in a in a storage room we have, but for a lot of it, I was like, "Just come get it. Come get it
0: all." Has probably evolved and become more elegant. And so you probably just don't find satisfaction in the charm maybe as much as you used to. Yeah, you know, it
1: became like a job towards the end. Really? A little bit. Yeah, it wasn't fun anymore, you know, and that's kind of why I was like, "Eh," you know, I just, my life is going in so many different directions and I might not be able to sit still long enough to do that anymore also. Like it right. takes some time, you know, I don't, takes a know. Long time. Yeah. I don't know that I have the patience anymore either. And honestly, I don't think I've ever thought about it till just now. And that might be it. That might be a big part of it. I'm like a, like with my jewelry, I can knock that out. It's therapeutic, but it's mm-hmm. like, I don't have to wait for anything to draw. I don't have to like, you know, the process, which I know a lot of people love that part. So maybe one day, maybe when life slows down mm-hmm. and maybe, Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> maybe when
0: somebody gets married or has the baby in your family, then maybe you'll get the bug. And
1: maybe, maybe
0: make that family celebration plate. Or yeah,
1: maybe I just need life to slow down a little bit, and then I might get into it. But I don't know. My other friends are a lot more creative in that aspect, and I like to see it that way. I think more so than me. Yeah.
0: Well, I met you at the State Southern Getaway, and you had one of your bracelets in our swag bag, and I didn't know that you made them.
1: Yes. I just, uh-huh. thought,
0: I just thought it was something that just came over on the boat. I didn't know. <laughs> and then, but once I found out you made it, I was like, okay, that makes more sense because it was solid and it was good quality. Nothing's turned on my wrist. Oh, good. I, I love to like, hear that. Yeah. I'm wearing it all the time. I love to, I love bracelets. I like... Well, I'm a girly girl, so I love all the things that come with being a girly girl, and I love jewelry, and of course bracelets. Because it doesn't matter how big you get or how small yes. you are. Like a bracelet, you don't. It's on your wrist. It's not on your face or right. It things. goes with and, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so mm-hmm. and you can. And I love the sounds it makes. My husband can't stand it when I wear the bangle. The clink clatter, clink clatter. But I love it. It's like uh-huh. place for me. So I love. I loved it. Yay, I'm so glad. Yes. So how did you actually get started making it? I know you said this was a different creative outlet for you, but what were the pieces that came together for you to dive in?
1: Okay, it's so cliche, but it was during COVID. I was bored. (laughs) Not even joking. It was during COVID. And it was right around the time that, like, all those bracelets were coming out with, like, the the like the the letters, and you could s- spell everything out. It was like the bright color. Do you remember that a few years ago? Maybe. maybe. maybe so,
0: like, maybe. I mean, no.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. So, I was home, and Bolton, my daughter, I was like, "You should be doing this." You know, it was like all these young kids were doing this, and she was like, Okay, well, she never did it. So I did it. I started making bracelets, and I have extremely small wrists, like weird, like kid size. It's strange. I mean, I don't know. I have noticed. You are that,
0: petite. You are a petite princess. So, well, but yes. my
1: wrists are abnormally small, and I did always have trouble finding bracelets. Like, there, listen, there's nothing worse than a bracelet that's either too big or too small. Like, I can't take it. So, That started with the bracelets and then I got real into like making it fit properly. And then, you know, a few at the time, this was almost three years ago. So it'll be three years this November. But when I first started, a few influencers had gotten my jewelry, which now I don't think that would happen organically now. Like, you know, it's just not the way it works anymore. But at the time they got them and shared them and I just blew up. And then it went from just making bracelets for my friends. Hey, try this out. See what you think. How does it, you know, does it fall apart? You know, that was my first thing. I was like, okay, does this last? Is it going to fall apart? Is it going to bust? And then, um, the, <laughs> I mean, really, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I giggled a ton, I YouTubed a ton of like how to to do it. And then the influencers got them and friends started wearing them. And then it was like, it just took off. I started having people send me DM saying, Oh, I saw this on so-and-so and can you make me one? I was like, yeah. And then that was probably like, you know, probably summer that first year of COVID. And then um, I decided, okay, I'm going to create, I'm going to do a website. So October 1 of 2020 was my website launch, except I got COVID the month before and I had COVID for an entire month. Did the launch, everything while I would COVID. Like I had COVID so bad that like I couldn't like for a month, I thought this must be what it feels like to have mono. I mean, I would walk down to my, um my mailbox and have to come take a nap, which is not like me, yeah. but the launch was still the same. So it was October and then that rest is history. And then I started wholesaling and, um, Yeah, that's really what it is. I mean, it's so cliche. I did it during COVID board, but I did. And then it's, you know, what I did in the beginning and what I'm doing now is completely different. I mean, there's a lot of still same aspects of design, but it has sort of evolved um, into, you know, we love, I, we, I've got a great person, Julie, that helps me. um, But we love to stack. I mean, sometimes you'll see me and I may have 10 bracelets on either wrist, <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I may just have three on uh, yeah. or I may have a, you know, a necklace on. But yeah, we love to stack. The more, the better. You know, everyone's like, is this too many? I'm like, no, I was like, look at me. I've got them going to my elbows. But <laughs>
0: you're like, no, it's not. Well, how did you come up with the name Style for the South?
1: You know, okay, I was with one of my good friends, Tracy, we were at, uh, we were in Hilton Head on a trip, and we were at the pool, and I was like, okay, I've got to come up with this name, um, and we went through a million names, I'm terrible at coming up with names, that is not my strong suit, and I was asking everybody, all my friends, I'm like, what's a good name, what's a good name, and you know, it just, it evolved. I mean, it went from probably like style, style for Amber, style Smith, Smith, you know. And then it was just like, okay, style for the South. I'm in the South. It definitely has a Southern feel to it. It um, does. Yeah. It and that feels it,
0: like it's been there forever. South for yeah. the South does not feel like a new brand. It feels like a brand that's been established for a while.
1: Well, good. You know, I think my style in general is probably very eclectic, you know, and that might go back to a love antiques, you know, mixing the old and the new. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obsessed with textiles. I mean, pillows, fabric, anything textile. So I'm always looking at the stuff in my house, probably for inspiration, just because, you know, I have some rooms that are super bright and then I may have other rooms that are not. So And maybe, you know, that probably comes from a lot of just my own personal, I like to call it modern eclectic. You know, I don't want to feel like a grandmother, but I do love a good story and a piece of, you know, a piece of furniture or clothing or, you know, even though I might have made the bracelet last week, there's probably a story behind how it evolved.
0: Well, who did your logo?
1: Oh, I have a great person, Sharon, in Kentucky. She did my lo- logo and my website. She's good, really, really good.
0: Yeah, well, I like the color. It's really clever. Like I said, it feels like the brand's been around for a while. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't feel retired. It feels. Just, you know how when you hear a hit on the radio and you're like, "Wow!" Like you feel like you've already know the song. That's how it feels yes. like when I hear style of the South or I see the logo, it feels it's, it's established. Like it's been there. I
1: don't know ah, how to Thank it. you. I appreciate it. Yes. So I'll obsess with Navy, everything Navy. I mean, Navy is like a neutral to me. So I knew I wanted the logo, the brand to be Navy. So I mean, my house is Navy really. I mean, the house came before the brand, but I do love Navy. I just love, I feel like it's just kind of regal and, you can take navy and dress it up and dress it down and add color. Um, so I'm a sucker for anything navy. Plus, you look good in navy. So. Ah, thank you. I love a blonde in navy now. I
0: love a blonde in navy. Can you tell me a little bit about the Southern Hospitality Box?
1: Yes. Okay. So that started, I've not done it, but maybe six months. So it is a subscription box. And I've got... Two different kinds. There's tea time, which is like two pieces, and it has nothing to do with what it is. It was just kind of what we thought. So it's tea time and cocktail hour. Cocktail hour is three pieces, and it is a subscription box. So I ship it out the first Monday of each month, and I'm really specific. Like each box has a theme, meaning like usually the pieces go with each other. Um, tea times two box two pieces, and cocktail hour are three pieces. Um, the first tea time box, you get two pieces for $38 and then cocktail hour, you get three pieces for 48. So it arrives the, well, I ship it out the first Monday of every month and, um, everyone loves it. It's really just an easy way. I have people that do it for gifts or I've got some people that even will do a subscription and they send it to their best friend each month or their mother or their, uh, you know, their daughter, because it's a great price point, you know, $38, $48. Yeah. A it's really good price point.
0: I love all the videos that you do, like showing them every month of what, what goes in there. Cause they're really cute. Ah,
1: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, Usually, um, well, co- uh, tea time is always earrings. So it's two pairs of earrings. And then tea time, I mean, cocktail, or sorry confusing myself, is earrings and a third piece, of a necklace. I think last week we did, or last month, we did a claw clip for your hair. You know, just different stuff. But you
0: also have done something called Box of Chocolates, which I thought was brilliant.
1: Yes, that is coming up in July. So I usually do it in January and July. So one of my favorite movies is Forrest Gump. And, you know, his saying is life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So that is what happens. You get three pieces for $50 and uh, it'll start in about three weeks. And um, yeah, it arrives and you don't know what it is. It's three pieces and it's crazy how popular that is. I mean, each year. I'm like, there's no way I can sell more than I did the, the time before, and I always do. I mean, people freaking love it. It's cute. I, the, just the name alone.
0: Like, I love the, the Southern Hospitality Box and how you have tea time and cocktail hour and box of chocolate. So, you really are using your creativity in, like, so many ways within your business.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I hate to be vanilla. You know, (laughs) no, there's nothing
0: about you that is vanilla.
1: Yeah. You are not not vanilla. Thank you. I don't want to be, if I ever am, you need to go to the DM and be like, Amber, get it together. Um, (laughs) so I love to, you know, I get bored very easily. I am, I cannot sit still. Um, I get bored very easily. Um, you know, if I am at home doing nothing, I'm probably sick. Or yeah. in transition to get ready to do something. So I am. I mean, I know that I like to follow brands that are constantly changing. Whether that is an influencer, whether that is clothing, jewelry, you know, nail color. Like I'm in a, right now, I'm like, okay, it's time to change my nail color. So I'm going today. I don't like things to get stale. I know mean, because that's the way I like to shop. Yeah. I like new things, creative things. So I try to put that into Stop in the South because I feel like I don't want my clients or customers to ever get bored with it. Like it needs to always be evolving and changing and creative and fun. At the end of the day, it is jewelry. So it just needs to be fun.
0: Well, have you had any hiccups or any learning experiences with having a new business that you can share?
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, yes. Shipping. Um... I source everything within the United States, except I have one vendor in India that I get a lot of my brass and gold from. Uh, But we, you know, we've got a great relationship. We talk through DM. I think he translates most of the time, but (laughs) it it works. (laughs) I mean, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that's what you're supposed to say, but it's fine. So, you know, shipping, um, COVID slowed some things down. Um, But really, you know, it's, it's really just me. I mean, Julie, who is amazing. She helps me a lot. I couldn't do it without her. Um, you know. Well how, are your, well, how are your hands?
0: Because, I mean, do you have carpal t- tunnel from, like,
1: doing? You, I saw you got a new bead kit. Well, so, I mean, listen. How does that work with your hands? It's not my hands. It's my eyes. Listen, <sighs> let me uh, just tell you. Uh... Before I started, my eyesight was so good. And now I can't even see my phone without readers. And that's all it's got to be from jewelry. I mean, cause I'm looking at it. Like if I walk into the studio for just a second and I don't have my readers, I can't, I can't make anything. I, I definitely can't finish it off cause I can't see it. That is the one thing I'm like, God. Oh.
0: Yeah. I will tell you what, since in the last few years, I've gotten sense about it and I will not leave the house without sunglasses because I've realized how important my vision is to me Mm -hmm. with my craft. If I can't, and it's so hard because if you go outside, if I'm doing an exterior and I go outside, inside, outside, inside, and we're looking at paint colors, your eyes have to adjust. It can, it's, it's kind of freaky sometimes. The older I get, the more I'm so aware of my vision.
1: Oh gosh. Listen, and it's crazy to be so dependent. But I can't, I mean, literally if I walk in the studio and I've got to close, like finish off some bracelets and I don't have my readers, I can't do it. I mean, it would take me longer. I just can't do it. I'll just have to like walk away. So that's, my hands are fine. Now I will say when I was an art teacher, my hands did, I mean, I did get carpal tunnel and so I cannot use scissors for a long time, Uh but I don't have that problem with the jewelry, but it's the eyesight for me for sure.
0: Well, last year, I think you said you made over 2,500 pieces of jewelry.
1: Probably, yeah. If not, well, yes. I mean, I ship out all over the country, and then I'm in 15 stores now. Um, I just tagged
0: you in a store here in Denton, too. Oh, good. The palm Tree. The palm tree in Denton, Texas, I I tagged one of your posts. I was like, check out her stuff.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. So, yeah, I mean, we're busy. Very, very, very busy. And it has been, um, it's been amazing. Like, you know, when I just started doing it in COVID because I was bored and I needed bracelets that didn't fall off my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward to now. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really neat. It's kind of like, God, I can't believe it. And I have, I did have a few people not a ton, but I have had uh, several people stop me out of town places. And that's always like, what? Weird. I mean, you know, like, they're like, I follow you. I see you. And that's so neat to see you. I'm like, that's still kind of weird sometimes. I mean, I love it, but it's like, oh, really? You're really, you know, it's just weird. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) really? Gosh, I hope I didn't say anything bad.
0: (laughs) You're like, I
1: hope I was nice. I hope I didn't like fuss at my kids. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been, um, It's super creative, too. I mean, it's therapeutic. I would much rather be in the studio making jewelry at night alone. Listen to music. That's my favorite thing to do Uh is listen to um, Pandora and um, make jewelry. It's my favorite thing to do. Still to this day is a favorite thing to do. Well, maybe the
0: art was just a gateway to the jewelry for your craft for your creativity because it's all because, because you know how to deal with color because you know how to see and line things up and, and put it on the canvas mm-hmm. that helps you be able to line up colors and put them on a different sort of canvas, whether it's thread or elastic or
1: look at you, you just made it all come full circle. I don't think I've ever thought about it that way. Well, yeah, you just have a different canvas.
0: You're just, just, you are making wearable art. I love it. Yeah,
1: probably. I mean, you know, I'm, I like the symmetry of it, uh, mm-hmm. color, you know, some things just don't work. And, you know, it's a lot of trial and error, too, but it's easy trial and error. It's not like you got to start over on a canvas, you know, and repaint it and gesso it. But um, right. I like to create new stuff. I get bored very easily.
0: Yeah, that's what you said. I don't blame you. I, I get that, too. Okay, tell me about the collaboration you did with Recruitment Ready.
1: <gasps> Layton is a doll. She, she is, is so stinking cute. I can't even take her. Um, I know. I love so her so cute. much. She's adorable. She's adorable. And she has met Bolton now. And so now it's like worlds colliding. Um, she and I, well, we met. At, it all goes back to say it's Heather. Um, but we met at the one in Fairhope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I reached out and I was like, listen, we've got to do a collab. And she was so cute. So she started sending me mood boards. um, And we just really like, I started with the mood board she sent. And then I just started working on bracelets and it really was back and forth. Like she was so sweet. She was like, I like this, but I don't like that. So it was a lot of back and forth. Um, and we started it back in the fall and I think it was finalized probably in January ish because we knew we wanted to line it up with, um, kind of when her clients were starting to think about Russian recruitment and weather, you know, warmer weather. So we launched it last month. I think I need to go back and look at my calendar. And, uh, but it was really fun because she definitely has a style. And I really wanted it to be something that she would wear, you know, like if you're going to do a collab with somebody, you want them to like be their go-to piece. So, um, a lot of white, a lot of light blue, which I think is perfect for the summertime also. Yeah, it is. And is. We've got a recruitment ready tab on the website and, um, actually her stack sold out. So I'm reconfiguring it a little bit in the process to reshoot some new pictures so yeah it was great it was a huge success
0: can we talk about the college skirt <gasps> did you die is, oh my goodness I did already, you die? I already okay. commented I need to friend request her I don't know I mean I want I want her to
1: do something for me I think is okay. Lindsay Homra. She's one of my best friends. She is the she's a really good artist. So she does not <laughs> Okay, so this is a funny story. So every year my daughter Bolton's high school, they do painted skirt wherever you're going to college. And Lynn Bolton And Lindsay are really, really close. Bolton's my daughter. And Bolton reached out to Lindsay and said, would you paint my skirt? And Lindsay said, yes. But she was like, I am not in the business of skirt painting. She was like, just let everybody know. Nope.
0: Nope. (laughs) You are now. No, you are now. So
1: (laughs) it literally blew up. I mean, people, I mean, Bolton went to, I don't know where Bolton went, somewhere. Uh, Maybe Oxford or maybe she was in Atlanta. I don't know. And she had people coming up to her and said, I saw your skirt on Instagram. I have to have that. Like yes. I need her to paint that for me. And so I am going to frame it. I, I guess I need to go do some kind of shadow box or something, but it's, well, it's even better in person. It's like a piece of art. Now, Lindsay's is. artwork is so good. Like it is so good. I've got a lot of her pieces in my house, but um, yeah, it's like a piece of artwork. I was like, we can't just like, no one's borrowing this. It's going in a shadow box.
0: Right. Well, one of my sortie sisters, her daughter, they have that at their private school. Like all the girls take their private school skirts and they get them painted. Yeah, that's and, what this was. Yeah. And then that is like how they celebrate their victory of graduating mm-hmm. in high school and where they're going to go. And I just thought it was darling because oh, I think kind of a tennis skirt or schoolgirl skirt or cheerleader skirt. It's just really cute. And then everybody's was so different and the creativity and then I saw your daughters just this morning and I thought oh my goodness so the, the woman that does it does she have a fan like art page on
1: Instagram she is, let me look let's see what she is on Instagram she well she just has like a personal like she is no. oh yeah on Instagram she's Lindsay L-I-N-D-S-E-Y bell number one and yeah. so she's got personal stuff you know her own but she is in Jackson with me, one of my best friends, and she is uber uber talented. Um, so yeah, she took the skirt to the next level, like it was next level good. I mean,
0: I want one, and I don't even wear a schoolgirl skirt.
1: <laughs> you just want one and look at it.
0: I mean, I, it's like it's so good. I I sent. I think I've commented on your picture. I want one for Texas Tech. And <laughs> She's
1: probably like, I'm not. In the paint skirt business, but who knows? She needs to be. It was that good. It was really, really good.
0: I think she can make a gazillion dollars doing it. Oh, and yeah, she's real talented. She's really talented. I couldn't believe it. Okay, now you are so funny on your Instagram because you will you show up and you do not gatekeep. First of all, oh no, no you don't gatekeep, and you show all of yourself. So, can you tell me what that Cilla
1: Firm is? <gasps> oh, okay, everybody. So. <laughs> it is so good um so bh social in jackson who one of my really good friends beth halton owns it um it started as a dry bar and so now she is like all about the things that make you look young which i am too i mean i started it in when i was 28 doing botox not scared not ashamed i am almost am i 47 i forget I always have to call my friend and say, are we 47 or 46? I think I'm 47, but, um, (laughs) I don't know. I was born in 75, but anyways, so Beth was like, you've got to come try this. It's going to be amazing. Um, so Brittany Tucker, who is like, I don't trust my face to anybody, but Brittany was like, okay, let's do this. And I hate needles, but I will do that for Botox and I will do things if it makes me young because I am vain, but you put um <laughs> I love for, you so thir- much <laughs> for 30 minutes, you deaden your face. And I mean, I sat there in the front and I was working and um then it was dead, like it was like, you know, numb and I go back there. And I really like the next day I had to be in Oxford for a pop up and I wasn't red, but my face was like lifted. It was the weirdest thing. I know it's weird to say how you felt your face lifted, but it legit lifted. And um, I need to go back and get another treatment. I haven't had time, but it's really good. It was like, just smoothed my face and it didn't hurt at all. Like once my face was numb, didn't hurt. It was a little bit red, but I even went to dinner that night. I mean, it wasn't bad. And the next day it was like, nothing happened. I just looked like really fresh and lifted. I'm like, I always want to feel fresh and lifted, but yeah, if anybody can do it, I highly recommend it. Siliform X, I think is the name of it.
0: And it's like a laser that zaps on your face and just, like, helps smooth out the
1: skin. and Yeah, it lifts up your face. It's real crazy. So, I, I like, it's this laser that went all over the face. I mean, every inch of my face and my neck.
0: Okay. It's really good. I talked to my um, esthetician, and she was saying, oh, you might want a photo facial. But they have to numb me no matter what because, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm i the biggest weenie. And I went and got waxed. No, oh, that and does hurt. I, I get, it hurts so bad. And I get so nervous. My hands and feet sweat so bad. I have to wear socks on my hands and socks what? on my feet. <laughs> because otherwise I can't grab my body parts. They'll just slip right out of my hands and she can't get the ankles that she needs. I'm telling you, I told her, I, was, I said, I need to get you on the podcast because it's, this is hysterical. I don't think you've ever, she's like, I've never had a client react the way that you do to getting waxed. I get oh, so-
1: Well, it does hurt. I'm not going to lie. It does hurt, but everything is in the name of beauty. I'm like, I can take it. I, like I will take it. Now this, just on your face. And once your face is on you don't feel anything.
0: Okay. And I've
1: done things that hurt. I mean, I've done it all. Probably if it, it's been out there in the world, I've probably done it
0: hands down. Really? Okay. Yes. I, I haven't done, I've done Botox for about a year every three months. Um, and, they have I don't get very much. It's like twenty two units. But they have to numb me and ice me because I just I, I don't cry, but I cry.
1: Mm no, I get I'm like religious on the Botox. I have been forever. Preventative. That's what I was trying to pull. I've been doing it so long it became preventative. Um but I go every three months on the dot. Like it's my life. Yes.
0: Girl, I cannot find that skirt on your wall now. Oh wait, I did, I did, I did. Okay, I'm gonna share it to my stories because yes. it's so cute.
1: Tag Lindsay. It's Lindsay Bell one. She's going to hate us for this, but yes, yes. tag her. <laughs> I am Lindsay
0: with an A, right? No, E. Okay. Lindsay Bell one.
1: one. Mm-hmm. She's going to hate oh, us. She's, she's going to hate me. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't either. It's, it has to be shared. It's that good. I, it
0: is. I'm not kidding. No, she no. Says, it's fun. Her last famous words, I do not want to do this. <laughs> okay, well, sorry, Lindsay.
1: Right? <laughs> I mean, she's so cute. I know. She's really, really talented. She's a great, great painter. Um, she's really a- good. I'm putting it I on I have my- a lot of creative friends, a lot of creative friends that do really amazing things.
0: Well, yeah. Now I need to follow her. So Yeah, follow I- her. Yeah, I need to follow I wonder if she'll let if she'll do anything
1: else. What does she paint? You said she's an artist? Yeah, she's an artist. She does acrylics. So I think what she just did that's really neat. So Bolton and her friends just did a dorm art party. She does this every year for all the girls that are graduating, going to college. Um, they come with their canvas and their paint and they paint abstract and she does the foil and stuff and then she kind of finishes it for them and then they have a piece of artwork to take to the dorm because you know dorm room decor is like next level now
0: i'm um, okay i'm really excited about that because when in 1995 when i went to my dorm room i unpacked my entire bedroom at my house and mine was all victorian at the time do not make fun of me i know it's so bad but it was all lace <laughs> and white and lavender and roses oh. And I was committed, and it oh. was as girly as you can get. It may have been like Victorian shabby chic, I mean, it was like really leaned, but I brought every little trinket and <gasps> uh-uh. piece of like everything I could. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so! I, I look back and I'm just, I'm so embarrassed for all well, my like decorating that I've done.
1: 1994 and 1995, mine was um, Ann and I had I think mine was blue and hers was red, and then it was some duvet or coverlet that was like trimmed in black and white stripe. I don't even know. I mean, just barely remember that.
0: Yeah. Mine Um, was all white. Everything had to be white.
1: Well, that's kind of, I mean, that's the trend now. So you're kind of maybe ahead of your time.
0: Uh, I don't know what I was, but I was into it. (laughs) And I lived with, you know, a roper. That's what we called country girls. We called them, you know, called them ropers. I had
1: Mm. ropers. I wore ropers on um, every Friday. We were in high school. Um,
0: mm-hmm. and lace lacers, yeah, yeah. lace
1: ups with the, your... we did it all. We yes. did it all. Every oh, Friday you... in high school. I can't, yeah. but yes, I did.
0: Yeah. I know. I never could get my jeans to starch, but I tried.
1: Oh, they were so tight. I can't. It sounds so uncomfortable now, but God, I'm just poured into those suckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do this little bit
0: with all the podcast guests and we talk about the colors, the paint colors in their home. Mm -hmm. Do you happen to know any of the paint colors in your house? I do. I do. (gasps) Okay.
1: I'm all ears. Okay. So, simply white is every room in my house. Oh, yay. But then the outside was supposed to be the same, simply white. Okay. So, we've got uh, like bronze windows and doors. So, it's all dark, dark brown. So, my husband who did all the paint mixing at the lumber company thought it was going to be too stark. So he custom made it. So it's simply white with yellow oxidized. Okay. That is the outside. And then I've got wallpaper too on the inside where it's not, when the rooms are not white, they're crazy wallpaper.
0: Oh, where, why don't I ever see pictures of your home?
1: I don't know. Um,
0: maybe I'm just friends with just your, put your business page and I need to,
1: no, it's all the same. Um, sometimes you might see some in the background, maybe. But it's all, I got all my furniture's recovered when I moved here. So my good friend Erica King with King, Campbell and King Interiors uh, helped me. We recovered all the furniture moving to Jackson.
0: That's so cool. I love, I love it that you kept the original pieces and then you just judged them.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But every room is white. So, in Brownsville, every room was a color. So, I was like, I got to do something different. So, everything is white. Or wallpaper. Yeah. I love a wallpaper. It's my obsession. Wallpaper and textiles. I'm so excited that it
0: came back and that people are embracing it because it's really
1: Yes. Cool. I'm, I want to wallpaper my dining room with, like, navy grass cloth is where oh. I really want to go with that. But I just haven't pulled the trigger yet.
0: I like that. That sounds pretty. Uh-huh. It, it, okay, I think I see your house um it has is the is the brick painted white? Yes, it's like up on a hill, kinda. Does it have a
1: pool in the backyard? No
0: that's not then that one's not your house. is Do you have double doors in the front?
1: Yes, it's okay. All the pictures I take, it's always on my front porch with the doors behind.
0: Yes. I see that. I also see you at, like, some home collection with some mini Ushak rugs behind you with your jewelry at Alexandra Lauren Home
1: Collection. Oh, that's a great store in Jackson. I mean, great store.
0: I'm like, girls, st- you need to steal some of those samples and use them as placemats or, or for flat lays for your stuff.
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
0: Just tell her when she's going to retire some. saying, hey, let me have these so I can do flat lays on them, and then I'll tag you or add you as a collaborator and then it'll be like a cross-pollination
1: look at you I love it that's a good idea she's got great taste if anyone is local to Jackson you need to stop into that store because it's good stuff
0: yeah you have good taste and I mean how did you stay in trend and style throughout motherhood and stuff or did you just have a, a resurgent of your style once the kids got older because I feel like I lost a part of myself when Kate was younger. And I'm just now starting to get back.
1: Mm, I don't know. I've always loved clothes. And, I mean, you know, I've been doing Botox since I'm 28. So, I'm very, <laughs> very, caught, very aware. very aware. like I love pain. I had to be in style. Yeah. I've always loved clothes and shopping and jewelry and shoes. I'm obsessed with shoes. I have a shoe problem for sure. So... I mean, I feel like my style's evolved with the trends. I mean, I do look back at some pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? But I guess that's everybody looks back and thinks that. Um, But now I've got teenagers and, you know, they are very, they always are like, I don't like that. But then that's the first thing they're pulling out of my closet when I bring it home. Um, But I don't know. I've always loved clothes. Always. And who is your friend that owns a tailored fox, Christy Clark? Yes, so we're partners together, and tailored fox is online, and we do drops every week, every Tuesday. Oh, you do? Yes. I realized it was every Tuesday,
0: and y'all collab, like y'all do stuff together, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we have our websites, tailored fox, and so the fox is part of it is named after my fox. So it's tailored like, you know, tailored a piece of clothing and um, actually Christy came up with the name again. You remember I'm terrible at names, so she's yeah. the one that came up with that, but I love it. I think it's great. And so we have a lot of fun doing it. We uh, work really well together. Personalities really jive well. We can, we compliment each other. So we do have a lot of fun. We laugh a lot, which is always a good thing, but it also I love the clothes. So, you know, it's a great way to keep getting dressed cute.
0: There was something that one of y'all wore to the Say It Southern getaway last year. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in. It no, was a pink dress. Was it you wearing the pink dress? Was it her that wore it last year, the Say It Southern getaway? Is that was long? It pink- oh, goodness. I'm going to like totally stalk the boutique's page now.
1: I don't know. There's no telling. I mean, if it was hot pink, it was probably me.
0: It was probably hot pink.
1: It was probably me then.
0: That's more me, the color. And yeah, of course.
1: (laughs) I know she's probably more big puffy sleeves, neutrals, elegant, you know, structured. And I tend to be more of the loose, bright colored. But then sometimes she pick stuff out. And I'm like, I'm not going to wear that. And then it comes in and I'm like, Ooh, I kind of like that. She's like, you do. And then other times I'll put something on and I know that it's not me because she will laugh. She'll be like, you can't wear that. <laughs> you can't wear that. She's like,
0: that's like you, you can't. you can't. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: okay, I don't even have to look at myself in the mirror. I know that's enough. I'm gonna take it right back off.
0: Okay. I'm totally stalking the page right now because I'm determined to find out which one, because I know y'all posted a picture Oh, I'm sure we did. if you, you in it or her in it? Okay, that's in August. Okay, I know it was in September. Are you going to the getaway this year or are y'all not going?
1: No, we're not. So Bolton, it's the same weekend that Bolton's birthday is in Oxford. So, you know, she will be in college. So I'm going to go down there for that weekend. So I know I had to tell Sarah and Courtney we couldn't make it. And I think Chrissy's got a wedding.
0: Oh, yeah. There's are you going? Yes. Jessica and I are going. Um, and I don't know who else is going that's an alum, so it'll be interesting to see because I know Design by Dixon is not going. Oh, she's and, not and, sweet khakis is not going. Um, uh, Angie Turner Law, she's not going. So, but they've all gone for two years, yeah. You know, know. so they say that there's like a shelf life for two years that everybody goes the first year and the second year, and then. Then there's a new batch of girls. So,
1: Well, that's fun. I love meeting new people. I hate that I can't go. Um, I'll pick it back up again. It's just, I told Sarah, I was like, there's no way. I was like, I want to, you know, I've already got a hotel room and I'll take her and her new friends out and do that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's important
0: for you, especially this is her first year And college, you want to be there and make it as special as possible.
1: I know, I know, I know. But I am going to miss it because it is so much fun. I really, every time I leave, I'm like, gosh, that was so good. And I'm also in awe of Courtney and Sarah, what they put on. It's truly amazing.
0: They work their casters off. I talk about their podcast or the getaway just about every episode. And I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know. I had to go. I'd been lusting after going for years and last year it was just, it was, I had to, I yeah. had to go. it was so life-giving.
1: Oh, it was it's just, great. They put so much into an Allison fight. Who's kind of behind the scenes. She does a ton of work. It's, it's amazing. I mean, every time I go, I'm like, Sarah and Courtney, I'm so impressed. I can't even.
0: I'm really nervous though, that, you know, I'm so impressed and had so much fun last year, that the bar is so high that I'm just going to be disappointed
1: no you won't be I promise you won't be it'll be different it'll be just the same but it'll be different I promise you'll love it you'll come back and be like oh my gosh I had so much fun I'll win the next one I mean I really want I want to be on their podcast I want to be good friends with them yes right I know you should come Jackson
0: I will I mean
1: tell me it's all happening here it's all happening here I guess so I mean
0: I'll I'll start I'll look at houses as soon as I get off the phone with you I'll start scrolling
1: Yes, oh, you can meet Lindsay. Lindsay's in Jackson. She can yes. Can skirt? Do everything here.
0: Yeah, I'm down for
1: that. I can do that. Are there tornadoes there? Yes. Oh, damn it. Yeah, there are tornadoes. And um snow, bad snow, which you don't get in Texas. Well, at least in California. Well,
0: do. yeah, but my husband would love the snow. Are there tarantulas and
1: scorpions? No. Oh, well, oh, well if that's what And if we you know have... what they also don't have? I grew up with this, and I don't know about you. Did y'all have sticker burrs?
0: Well, we call them stickers,
1: but same thing, right? The little things with the spikes on it, yeah, you know, the little bitty sticker birds, yes, the grass, yes. Okay, so they don't have those here. And the first time I came to Brownsville and <laughs> the grass, Tate was like, Come here and look at something. And I ran and go, went and got my shoes. And he was, and then I walked through the grass, He's like, Why'd you do that? I was like, Because of sticker birds, he was like, What are you talking about? I was like, Sticker birds, He's like, I said, You can't just walk in grass. <laughs> and like, you'll get sticker birds. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, but there's nothing like that on this grass. You don't have to wear your shoes. I've died <sighs> laughing. And to this day, I still like, if I'm in a new place and it's grassy, like I'm still a little bit nervous to walk without my shoes.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I totally understand that. If somebody's got quote unquote good grass. Which is you can walk without your socks on. I mean, that's yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah, I think only Texas people know that. Like, uh, I don't know that any of my friends here would be like, look at me like I was crazy. But yes, I didn't know you called them sticker sticker burrs. Oh, sticker burrs, the little bitty, yeah, same thing, round things with the yeah, they're like folks on them. Yes, tiny, tiny. We called them stickers. They came out in the grass. And yes.
0: Also, I couldn't you couldn't wear your white kids because in the grass when I was a kid because that black stuff would get on your saw or shoes.
1: Yes. Yes. And red dirt. We don't have red dirt here. There's no red dirt here.
0: Well, okay. I'm
1: okay. I need to look at Jackson, Tennessee. Yeah. Checking all the boxes of things that are not, I'm sure we have other things that you'd be like, what, but I can't think of them right now. But yes, we have tornadoes and yes, we have snow. We got a little bit of everything. Okay. Well now I'm
0: going to have to look at houses.
1: Yeah. Look at houses. Where else can, yeah, like
0: how far out from Jackson? Let's see what my filter is. My filter is, oh, it's 50 miles. Let's
1: bring that in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would probably, 50 miles will get you to Memphis, kind of, maybe not quite, but you're close. So so Jackson's in between Memphis and Nashville on I-40. So you can get to Nashville in like two hours. You can get to Memphis in a little over, about an hour and a half, maybe. Ooh, I found a 5,000 square foot house on one acre,
0: and it's a colonial.
1: Oh, right up with feet. a pool. Ooh, there you God. go.
0: They have like a lot of stuff going on. That kitchen's too cramped. Nope. Next.
1: Next, right? Yeah. There's some yeah. Jackson's been a great place. Um, you know, even though I didn't live here, my kids went to school here, even when we lived in Brownsville. So it wasn't like I moved to a strange place. I mean, I had roots here and friends and stuff. So it's just made life a little bit easier when we finally moved here.
0: Yeah, it looks cute. All those big trees, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, maybe I just need to go out there and visit since there's so many of y'all. Yes. So.
1: Come, come and make a long weekend, and we'll take you to all the fun stuff. And um,
0: Yes. I will. Mm-hmm. don't think I won't. Just t- send me an invitation to something. I'll drag Jessica. And yes. And we go out.
1: And yes. She loves,
0: she loves the cold,
1: so we can go out when it's...
0: When it's cold out, she won't care.
1: Oh, let's do it when it's warm, though. I hate the cold. I do hate the cold.
0: You hate the cold. Oh, I, of course I
1: can't. I like fall. And then yes. once fall moves to winter, I'm like, I'm out. I just want to stay inside. Same.
0: I do like fall. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. It's just a little too cold. Yes. It's just a little bit. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. Too cold. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. I know you've got lots of jewelry that you need to go and create. But I'm so grateful for your time.
1: Oh, I enjoyed it. It was like, I mean, I had the best time. Thank you so much for asking me. It means the world to me. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. I could talk to
0: you all day. Uh, We might have to. We'll have to start texting after this.
1: Yes, absolutely. But I'm very honored to be on the podcast. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Oh, Mm -hmm. and listen, I wanted to offer your viewers a discount code. So I'll send that to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yay. Okay. Sounds good. Yes, I'll send it to you and you can uh, do whatever you want to with it. But yeah, for your viewers.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, and one more thing. Okay. What is your Instagram?
1: Style for the South.
0: And your website?
1: Uh, stop with the south.com. Super easy. All of it's the same. So stop with the south, Instagram, stop with the south.com. And, um, yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Hey y'all. It's faith. I just wanted to give you a real quick reminder that if you have not bought your ticket for the say it Southern getaway, you need to do it now. The Jubilee suites are filled up, but there are still local hotels and VRBOs that you can rent out. The getaway is from September 21st through the 24th. It is in Fairhope, Alabama. The Say It Southern podcast is the host, and it is a true getaway. So if you are needing to reboot, reset, focus on yourself, have a good time, do possibly a little bit of networking. This is not a business event. This is a leisure event but you definitely will meet wonderful women out in the field and there are only 40 spots so get yours today go to the sayitsouthern.com and look for the getaway 2023 and book your ticket now